Welcome to the Abandoning Average Podcast here for the aspiring Christian woman. There's a lot of self-doubt. Why am I not doing this? And then you're like, oh, well, because just because I'm afraid of it. There's also this norm of, well, why are you doing something different? I don't want you to be. People want for other people to look at them and say, oh, that person is successful. They put their mind to something and they did it. What happens most of the time is people start something and then it doesn't go anywhere. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they're actually like afraid to do something out of the ordinary. So then they don't do anything. By choosing to do something different, you are setting yourself apart. Fear of rejection, fear of anything is normal. It's what you do with it. Fundamentally, being different, doing something different isn't bad because God has given a purpose and that's what matters. I'm your host, Amanda Boardwine, and welcome to the Journey to Abandoning Average. Welcome to the fifth episode in Abandoning Average, guys. I'm so excited about this one because we're going to have an awesome guest on here. Okay, her name is Michaela Christensen, and she is a branding and portrait photographer located in North Carolina. She serves the Triangle area as well as her hometown, Sanford, and she's headed to Lynchburg, Virginia, which whoop, whoop, closer to me, <laughs> in the fall to study psychology. She is passionate about storytelling, visual imagery. Her heart is where her passion lies in people, and she is passionate about loving people, coffee shop dates, and sharing Jesus. Welcome, welcome, Michaela. I'm so excited you're here. This is going to be so much fun. Okay, so I wanted to play like a little game just to kind of get this lightened up because I know this is your first time and I'm just getting started in all of this. Okay, so it's a game of Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. And here, I wrote this question myself, so we're, we're going to see how this goes. <laughs> but um, would you rather own your own coffee shop and host people from all over the world or travel all over the world and visit all those coffee shops? Oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. <laughs> I love coffee, so like owning my own coffee shop would be so cool. But then again, I love traveling, so okay. I figured it would be super hard. <laughs> Thank you so much for that question. Um, I think I would have to go with traveling and visiting other coffee shops. I mean, yep. See, same for me. I would I choose the same one. Yep. <laughs> I was wondering though, because didn't you do? Um, Weren't you a barista for a while? Yeah, I worked at a coffee shop for a while and I loved it. I love making coffee and like the smell of coffee. I would just smell like coffee and not even notice. She'd be like, what's that smell? I was like, oh, I just came from It's work. just in my skin. <laughs> amazing genetics. That- That's fantastic. <laughs> okay, so I was reading on your website um, looking for like the about you and everything and I saw that you had two llamas and an albino rabbit (laughs) can we talk about that um that was a super weird thing in my childhood like I I have a whole list in my phone that tells funny facts about myself just in case real a social event oh my gosh I like I want these (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what are some fun facts about you because that's a that's the thing I always get stumped about. Like, what are fun facts? About yeah. Me? So I have a whole list. And That's smart. One of things is I had two llamas. And honestly, there's no reasonable explanation why I have two llamas. I just did. Um, I did you ask for them or did it like, <laughs> where did they come from? 
they just showed up one day when I was a child. I had like my family had this huge farm, and it was just the most random thing because we live in a small town in North Carolina, and I, I don't know why we have llamas, but that just happened. That's so great. I love it. I love it. No, I love that you have a list in your phone too, because I, I specifically remember when I started my new, new er job, I guess they were like, Oh yeah, we're going to introduce you to our people. Like tell us two things. And I was like, I don't know. And it was the most awkward thing on the planet. Cause I like literally couldn't what what is so I have, um, brown eyes. Yeah. That's really random. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to use that from now on for real. <laughs> okay. So you are a branding photographer right now. So I want to know like, what, what's the backstory behind all of that? When did you start your photography business? What was the reason all of that? Yeah. So I started almost three years ago, which is so crazy to say that because that means I've been a businesswoman for three years. Which- I know. And how old are you? I'm <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> I think that this is awesome yeah. I was like I was 16 which I have no clue how I was like oh I'm just gonna start a photography business but it all kind of just came together um at first yeah it was a little bit rocky you know who wants to hire a 16 year old photographer who literally just got a camera but it was just a matter of me putting my trust in God and be like, okay, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. And he, when I, when I gave it to him, he literally just like blew it up in the best way. Um, with branding, I didn't really know what it was. I just started getting into it about a year ago. Um, before that, I was just doing models because I was a model for years so I was in that industry already which definitely helps uh, when I'm posing people but um, I started working with people like hairstylists and other photographers and videographers and I was like is there a niche for this is there a niche for working with other creatives and apparently there is it's called there really is guys this is how I found Michaela Power social media, but yes, so fun. I love working with other creative people. Um, just working with like minded people really sets my heart on fire. So it's so Mm -hmm. much fun to go to my job, be like, Oh, this is my job, this is what I get to do. Yeah, ah, so cool, so cool. I love that story. So, what's what's like the biggest thing that you struggled with? And maybe you kind of already mentioned it a little bit, I don't know, but um, like what's kind of been the biggest thing that's been a struggle? Like I said, I was 16, so um, age was a factor in that. Um, I always factored that into if I was adequate even to get hired. When I first started getting paying clients, I was like, I'm not even, I, I'm not able to do this. Like, I'm just a 16-year-old photographer. Um, but when I got past that and when I got past that, um, my worth and my adequacy is not from age or from even experience uh, when I got over that and was like okay just do this Michaela you can do this Mm -hmm. even if you fail it was it was a good shot it was good for me to go and do it and just stepping out of my comfort zone really helped me um, not only as a business but as a person Mm -hmm. yeah that was it's definitely a struggle as a creative you know it's struggle because you're always comparing yourself 
against other photographers and even older photographers or just people with more experience. But when I realized like I'm not that person and I never will be and I'm sure that person struggled too because every person who starts up their own business struggles. The struggling creative, the struggling artist is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Once I got past that, it was like smooth sailing. Of course, not smooth for long, but you know. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of like finally got over the hump of, yeah. oh my word, yeah. What am yeah. I doing? Like, I, <laughs> I think where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? But, yeah, no, I, I think we all do. And I think at the same time, like having those two struggles of like age and just starting your business is like, oh my word, <laughs> what even? <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's amazing. I love it. So the reason that I kind of wanted you on this podcast and everything, and I, like, I'm so thankful that you did this the last minute because I was reading, I got this book from, it's called The Authentic Woman. And if you guys haven't heard of this before, go check it out. Um, I'll put it in the show notes for you guys to be able to look up where to be able to get this book. But um, as I was reading through, I knew that Michaela had done some of the photos for it and everything. And it's absolutely gorgeous. But then at the same time, I didn't know that you had written anything in it. <laughs> so I came to the part where you were re like writing this, this section of it. And I had literally been wanting to talk about that specific subject on this podcast. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I need her on here now. Like, <laughs> how do I do this now? So, <laughs> so first of all, can I ask you, how did you get involved with the authentic woman to actually do the photos and then the writing too? Instagram is a powerful tool because that is literally, literally how I discovered the office. It is. It's so powerful. I mean, it literally looks like just a bunch of pictures and you're like, no, that's where all the people are found. <laughs> that's, that's people. Most of my yep. friends from Instagram is like, wait, yep. wait. But um, I discovered it, the magazine, or it's called an interactive book because okay. it has prompts and um, all that fun stuff, but I discovered them through the Discover page on Instagram, and I just started reading through her stuff. Um, Ashton Long, she's the founder of The Authentic Woman, and I just got really intensely stalkerish almost. Yeah, very <laughs> Me stalkerish. too. Me too. If she ever listens to this, <laughs> she knows. And from, like the first second I read view her blog post, I was like, wow, I want to be involved with this. I want to do something with this. Um, the Authentic Woman is all about sharing bravery and boldness and self-love. And that's something I am a huge advocate for. So when I think she either DM'd me, which I was so surprised because I had just followed her. She DM'd me and was like, hey, let's talk about um, doing some photo sessions for volume two because she just released volume one. And I was like, whoa, this is happening fast. Yeah. And, um it honestly just rolled from there. We got connected through Instagram and emailed back and forth. And the next thing I know, I'm writing an article for her and shooting for the second volume. And it just rolled. It honestly happened so fast. But I'm so thankful that it did happen because I love being a part of what they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I was just blown away by every piece in there I mean it's so so good and then yeah and then I hit yours and I was like tears bawling all the things <laughs> so the specific article that you wrote you wrote it on um having bold conversations with people and this was literally what I was thinking about before I started reading this and um 
it just goes through like not being afraid to be present, um, to be honest with people and to kind of stop playing the game, like quote unquote, playing the game of superficiality. Um, so what brought you to actually write about that? Like, why did you choose that subject? Yeah. Um, when Ashton first told me, hey, you should write an article, I was like a little skeptical because I did blog um, a few years back. It was never something I was super, um, something that I was going to take with me in the future, something that I was going to make full time. But when she said that, something just sparked in me that I have to write this. And it's it's literally such a God thing that you were thinking about bold conversations when you read uh, my article because that's what I wanted for God to use uh, that article, even though it was very scary, right? I was just like, okay, God, you know, um, what's on my heart, just lay it all out there. I'm, I love grammar, but I'm not the greatest. I'm from the South, (laughs) so conjunctions and like, and all these country slang words that don't make sense to Northerners. But um, I started writing when did it release it released a few months ago it I probably wrote it like at 2 a.m in the morning because I was on a deadline and I'm a procrastinator (laughs) aren't we all aren't we all (laughs) it just rolled off my tongue of what I wanted to talk about and being bold in conversation holds tightly to me because um before that I had faced adversity and a lot of trial and something when you're going through adversity and trial, you discover a lot about yourself. And what I discovered about myself is that I hate small talk. I hate the question, how are you with people's intent of you just saying good so that they can walk away and feel good about themselves. And that's something that gets on my nerves. And I'm just like, I don't like small talk. I am so much better at big talk. Yeah. I will literally sit next to you and talk about the most heartbreaking or whatever things are going into your life right now. I'll just like skip the how are you because, you know, it's useless words coming out of your mouth if you don't really want an honest answer about it. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I've just always seen a person that enjoys heart to heart talks and writing about it was so easy for me because that's what I'm passionate about. And that's why I wanted to put out into the world that so yes, small talk can be good sometimes, but having bold conversations like that, having conversations that um, pour out your heart and allow other people to be open and transparent really do change the world and the atmosphere that you live on because um, we're meant to be with other people. We're meant to have conversation and have community with other people. But if we're not stepping out and being brave and not just saying good, but actually expressing our hearts. Um, when we do that, there's just so much change that, that happens. And just finding community through that has helped me through so much adversity and so many trials. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't even know how I started um, writing that. It was just something on my heart. And apparently, like, Jesus just took off from there. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. And I think I totally understand what you're saying because like I grew up as someone that saw a lot of change and saw a lot of change in friendships. Like 
mm-hmm. often. And because of that, you, you very quickly, like, you engage with someone, and if it looks like they're not, like, going to go deep with you, then you just move on. Like, and as harsh as that sounds, like, it was just the case for me was, like, well, if you're not if you're not going to be a friend, like you're going to be gone soon anyway. So why, like, I want to I want to talk to the people that are actually deep, mm-hmm. and so it just became so hard for me to play the game of how are you. Like yeah. at the same time, like I I could have found moments where I could have engaged with more people and gone deeper and had more love and everything for people, but at the same time, like it it just became this. I'm so sick of people saying how are you and not really meaning anything or people just wanting to do the small talk and not wanting to go deep and it's like oh I can't I can't do it anymore (laughs) so yeah so then um one of the last questions I had is um what does being brave in your conversation specifically mean to you like does it is it that being present or like what what do you envision when you think Um, of that first I envision being present it's so often that We'll just be talking to people and literally be on our phones. I am so guilty of this. I was having a session today, just like half-heartedly listening to the person. Some people just need to be listened to. Um, even if that, that's just five minutes of your day. Um, another thing that I think of when being brave in your conversation is speaking your truth. Now, when I say that, I don't mean like telling someone how horrible their eyebrows look yep. that day in like the most <laughs> blunt way. Okay, I'm such a blunt person that some sometimes I just have to control myself with that. Um, your tongue can be a sword, so watch yourself. But um, yeah, speaking your truth, it's common that we tiptoe mm-hmm. around the elephants in the room and don't really say what's going on or we notice a person's hurting and we don't say anything or we notice that a person just needs to be listened to and we kind of just don't even bother going there because we don't have time or we don't want to get into that drama or some people need to have a listening ear and if we can offer that that uh, offer that and it's going to be so much better with that just finding a happy medium with speaking your truth. Don't be as blunt as I am and just, yeah. especially a stranger, do not sit down to a stranger and be like, hi, I want to hear all about your darkest secrets. Like, get to know them. <laughs> it all out to me right now. <laughs> that's great. Uh, if you do that, that just means you had way too much espresso, which it's true. I'm also yeah. <laughs> It's like the worst, the worst combination to have a blunt person with espresso. that's great okay so kind of coming off of that like a little bit but what's a piece of advice for women who are trying to abandon the average since that's the name of our podcast here um of superficiality in conversations like what's what would what advice would you give them okay speaking directly to all my ladies out there okay we are super competitive i know that because I am the most competitive person on this earth. Um, maybe that's why I drive way too fast because I'm very competitive. Same. <laughs> but um, yes, as a woman, I feel like there is a lot of competition because we're all trying to um, put, ex- put each other up on a pedestal and compare ourselves. Um, comparison's a huge thing. But um, obviously I know that I'm a very competitive person, so I don't want to 
generalize everyone, but I feel like it's very common. I know that sometimes we can be, as women, very plain and petty. And um, I've also been very guilty of gossip. But if we turn around our conversation, not to gossip, but to encourage each other, that's abandoning the average mm-hmm. itself. But then if we also add on to being encouraging and then listening, then there's a whole new atmosphere that happens. Mm-hmm. It's it's so easy to gossip. I know that. I It's so easy to put other women down just because we see each other as competition. But if we see each other more as people who, who can collaborate with or people you can encourage or people you can love, then the atmosphere is so changed there. And that is brave itself. Being brave and stepping out into a conversation that is out of love and not out of gossip can change some of your friendships around. And sometimes even um, some friendships fade because of that. I've had friendships go away just because I won't embark on gossip anymore or I'll try not to put each other put other women down because that's just hurting yourself and that's hurting other women and as women we definitely need to stick together and put on love as much as we can yeah yeah I love that (laughs) um so last thing because this has been so good and I really think that it's just it's such a prevalent thing today to like, like the whole gist of this is talking about how it's so easy to be superficial and it's so easy to kind of glaze over people and their struggles and their hurts and everything that they're going through and like choosing, actually making it an active thing in your, in your day-to-day life of bringing people in and praying for them and loving them and encouraging them and everything. And that's something that's like totally different than the norm. (laughs) So what would be your biggest encouragement to others while they're abandoning the average while they're doing this? For me, abandoning average looks like never settling. Don't settle for a rocky place in your life. Um, Just move through it. Don't settle for a conversation that is meaningless. Um, you always have space to dig deeper. And if you don't have space, make space for it. Um, Always strive to be more and do more and rise above other people who maybe aren't abandoning the average Mm -hmm. and aren't having meaningful conversations. Set the pace for everyone else. Um, Be a reflection of Christ. He was He's our ultimate example of being bold in our conversations. He's the ultimate example of loving people through just speaking truth and life and encouragement. So just always remembering that um, rise above and never settle. You're not always going to get it perfect, but that's okay because we're not called to be perfect and we never will. Absolutely not. (laughs) Such a perfectionist that I have to just drill that into my head yeah but no I'm not going to be perfect and neither is anyone else so we're all struggling through that and that's the conversation that we can have with each other that Mm -hmm. helps us rise above yeah oh I love (laughs) thank you so so much thank you for taking the time to do this thank you for being here thank you for pouring your heart out
so, so much for listening to this episode on Abandoning Average. I am so happy that Michaela was able to be here and have so much amazing insight into all of this of having bold conversations. If you want to be able to follow her on the Instas, um, you can go ahead and follow her at Michaela Cheyenne. And then if you want to follow us, we're at Abandoning Average. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you absolutely loved it. We'll see you all in another episode. 